Welcome, campers, to episode 305 of the B-Movie Breakdown. Are you ready for the time of your life this summer at camp? Good old Camp New Horizons. Yep. Can't wait to have fun. <laughs> We're going to have so much fucking fun this week on the B-Movie Breakdown, which is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck? Each week's uh, movie that we're going to discuss is revealed on the end of every episode, so make sure you listen to the very end of every episode so you can find out what the next movie is going to be so you two can join in on the madness. We usually, we'll always let you know where you can watch it, and uh, we do so also uh, in the episode description as well, so find it there uh, too. Um, you can follow us on the social media at Breakdown, especially over there on the gram. Email us, bmbpodcast at gmail.com. With suggestions for movies, um, if you made a movie and want us to watch it and need to send it, send it to us one way or another, uh, you can do so via the email as well. We got some requests recently. Uh, last week's movie, The Great Land of Small, where we got Slime Mode. Uh, that was a, a oh, request God. that we watched uh, that film. So uh, that thank was a, you. For... That was a user submitted film. Thanks, Damien. Yeah, that was, yeah, he made that movie when he was a child. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so we, yeah, we, we went from that nightmare fuel into, I mean, that was, a, that was a good kickoff, I feel, for October because it's, uh, it was truly some horrific, nightmarish things that happened in that movie, especially in the last 45 minutes. Uh, but we also did not do any sort of introductions. I'm Corey. I'm Pat. Sometimes My friend name... of the show, Pat, is back. Yep. Welcome back, Pat. Thanks, Welcome guys. back to the next level yeah. of hell. Okay. Oh <laughs> it sounds like I forgot, uh, to, I forgot the first to, uh, layer last yeah, year. You, you, yeah, you, you fucked it up, but we got there. It's all right. Okay. Yeah, we got there. And Nick <laughs> we were just going to talk about how we were just going to welcome you to hell. And we we're going to have like a hell cast without telling you about it. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> we, mused, we mused about it for everyone to listen to last week. And then we this just, is not cool. I'm, I'm yeah. glad it flopped. Yeah, yeah well, we so just let's... didn't didn't remember. Yeah, we Welcome to the next it. level of hell. Welcome Time to, to talk about place. demons and torture. Demons and torture and the great land of small, which Pat escaped uh, last week. He did not uh, have not to dive entirely. into the. Not entirely. I, I watched that clip today. Did I you watch it? Because yeah, I didn't realize it was from that fucking movie. That's the only clip you need to see, and just know that, like Corey said before, I and that, that was a different just... movie happens before this, and then it's this whole different thing. I thought it was just a totally unrelated. Everything is terrible clip. Nope, that's part of the movie. Slimo. Well, Slimo. Now I'm, I'm kind of upset. upset that I missed that. My, and beforehand, they're skin. just like talking about being slimoed and seeing slimo, and you're like, what the fuck are they? Well, I mean, things were already fucked up because the kids were like trapped. They couldn't leave this pl- this place. That, you know, you thought you thought it was going to be like a fantastical world they go to and they have fun and it's a good time, and it's really not for them. <laughs> More it's of a Alice good. in Wonderland no. situation. I'm, oh, kind, I don't know, kind of worse because uh, at least she had a choice uh, in, in her adventure. <laughs> oh, they were just kind of like being shuffled along. Yeah, what if Alice was just like in the dominion of the Queen of Hearts and like the Queen of Hearts had a giant slime ball that she fed people to? But sometimes they turned into human butterfly people and sometimes they just. Yeah, didn't that seems back. cool. Oh, it was like a 50-50 thing? Oh, man. Wow. I think you had to will it. I think it was, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't, I haven't, I haven't taken the, the uh, Slime All 101 course. I haven't taken that class yet. I don't know what that means. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, soon enough, you'll have to report back once you, uh, once you graduate from Slime O, Slime o University. All right. Slime O U. Slime O U. Slime U. Uh, so, but uh, anyways, uh, Nick, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything spooky for the month of October? Yeah, things are getting spooky and beyond creepy. So if you want some more of that in your life, you should listen to Weird and Feared, podcast about monsters, madness, and mayhem. Found on all pot, podcast, hmm, interesting, podcasts, platforms, where you find this podcast. Cool. And then they're on the Instagram too, Weird and Feared and Scatterable Stories is my own Instagram handle, but it's a season to be spooky, so 
listen Wait, to why? some spooky stories that we're in fear. Why is it the well, I don't know. There's this yeah. thing called October. It's a month where like pumpkins mm-hmm. take over. Oh, the pumpkins are coming to get us. Yeah. yeah. Whoa! Is that glow are... in the dark? No. That's okay. Don't that. be disappointed. It's, no, you didn't fuck up, man. It looks great. No, not me. Real... The manufacturer. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, they screwed it up big time. Patsy showed me a real cool, creepy koozie. Got a Frankenstein and some spooky cats. And yeah, spooky. how are those cats, man? They look like scary cats. They are scary. They look mean. That's awesome. Yep. I love a good scary, scary cat. Oh. Uh, every time I take a sip, I get a little get, I get a little spooked. Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh my. That's exciting. It is. Ooh. <laughs> Do you just look uh, at the koozie you know, and like it's so scared you drop it? Huh? Oh you gosh, that would be bad. About, I try and keep it. We're talking about pumpkins, and did you know that the state of Illinois is the number one producer of pumpkins in the state we live in? In the nation like or the world? Um, I don't know. I, I know it's in the nation, but it, but I don't know about the world. Pretty sweet. I mean, they're, come on. They're the guys, number dude. one producer of pumpkins in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're the number one producer of pumpkins in the entire United States. That's cool. Maybe even the world. So we got what? I think we got soybeans unlocked too, don't we? I thought so. I, I think soybean wise we're number one yeah, in the up, world. Pull up the the ag report from this morning. How are soybeans? All right. doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not too concerned about soybeans. The pumpkin thing came up recently because of October, obviously. And speaking of October, since uh, we are, you know, already into the month of the, of the little spooktober going down here on the B movie breakdown, uh, we're going to we'll this week we're going to discuss uh, the third movie in a series. We've watched the first one a couple times. And we've watched the second one, and why not just keep the train moving along? Revisiting uh, our friend Angela Baker and Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland. It's the best of the worst. You have to say, uh, you know, right away in this movie, not even 60 seconds into the movie. It's not even that we far. Had, we had a uh, whip your tits out moment. Oh, for fuck's sake. 60, oh, yeah. 60 seconds into the movie. Also, 16 minutes into the movie, there was a triple uh, whip your tits out moment. Three, well, three times. This is how time, we. Three times okay. the love there. And then 24 minutes in, also uh, another boob scene. So I, 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 boobs I multiple times throughout this film. I, I thought you were going to say, this. "Oh, we'll get to your theory." I just want to say, I thought you were going to talk about how soon the first murder happened in this movie, but no. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought too. Yeah, it's the first, no. the first hit scene. Okay. Anyways, Pat, please continue. I, I I was just honestly I was impressed that that's most of, most horror movies, you know, they'll have a lot of boob scenes and things like that, but this one not. 60 seconds into the movie. What, what was the, what was the timestamp you said? 60 seconds. One oh. minute. Oh, okay. It was right in there. Yeah. Um, it, at first, just cause like the first boob scene, it's right. It's right away. But then there's a very close up still shot of this girl's small breasts. And I'm thinking, are they trying to bring a point across? Like, Oh, girls have boobs. That's, that's the message that I thought they're portraying. Girls have boobs. It's like, okay. Nope. I, but did I understand you, that. You saw, you saw the point, though, right? The cool... Because, like, every girl gets those cool tattoos. Every girl well, who gets those tattoos are pretty badass. Well, here's the thing. They, like... They they, they focus on that. Like, there's even the weird still shot in the beginning. It's, it's just a close-up of this girl's small breasts. All right? So you're like, okay, now she's going to replace her, obviously. Um, but then, like, there's never a point that it's like, oh, this is... This is not a girl that's doing this. It's it, it it it's going someplace, but then it doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reveal, like there was in the first movie. No, because at that point, this is just Angela. That's not yeah, Angela. It's just Angela. Yeah. No, no I know that. Angela, I know that. No, I'm saying, that. I'm saying that throughout, they're trying to, they're trying to, they're like reminding people that girl girls have boobs, and this particular girl, Angela, does not because she is in fact a boy. But then they, that that revelation is never made by anybody in the film. 
because it's just yeah, yeah Angela's just Angela's just Angela and, and she's just a killer now. Her I think you're, deep, been you're, you're you're diving too deep into what they just wanted to make a joke about boobs in the beginning. I don't think they wanted you to remind you that girls have boobs. They just wanted to make a funny joke that a girl had tattoos that said milkshake above her boobs. And that's literally the point of that scene. It's just like a joke. It's silly, haha, milkshake. Why well, does that was strange? Because there's like a there's a close up like dive into it. Yeah, you can dive into it. Close up, almost still shot of that girl's chest. Like she yeah. she stops moving in the room, and there's a shot of like it's just her chest from like the collarbones down below it's her true. chest, and that's it. And I, I like, also okay. think it, I also think they're probably doing that because it's a cheesy ass horror movie, and these movies get off on just showing obscure amounts of nudity for no reason whatsoever. Well, I'm sure in the storyboards, I'm sure the storyboards were exactly like that. It's just it's just zoom in. It was just like right. fucking two circles and then two smaller circles inside, and that was the fucking the story. Right. Well, and and milkshake written above. Yeah, yeah milkshake. and milkshake. I mean, that's, and it was like, that's the selling point. Yeah. How do we up the game in the boob shot scene for the slasher film? Well, let's just do it in the first sixty seconds and make a joke about it as well. And just let uh, you know where just let you know where you're at. But I yeah. mean, after that opening scene, I had a lot of questions because. Angela is sometimes kind of sneaky with her kills. I got a lot of questions in the beginning here. A lot of questions. Um, in that populated city where she murdered someone with the uh, large a stolen garb, a stolen garbage <laughs> truck. Yes. What? Well, so Angela. how much how much research did she do, to, and how did she do the research to find out who this girl was and that she was going to this camp? And it yeah, was perfect, I mean that's a, a it lot was going perfect, on there, and the perfect timing of when she, the girl was just walking to the camp. She's like. But the vans that'll come pick her up at this time, I can kind of pass myself off as her. Yeah, and she just so had the best way to take her out is it out. To, is well the be- well right exactly. But the best way to you know make this happen is to steal a garbage truck and try to run her over in the middle of a populated city. Makes sense to me. <laughs> nobody and yeah. nobody. I mean, there's a good, there's a good, there's some good commentary there. Woman being mowed down by garbage truck. No one even looks in the alley to see what's going on after it chases her down. It's a busy place. Well, I mean, I feel like it's a running theme with this entire movie. Uh, anybody being killed, nobody happens to hear anybody screaming ever. They're all yeah. in like secluded woods where you would not far away from each other. So no. you would definitely hear people screaming, and nobody ever hears anybody screaming or anything. So it's just like a running theme with this movie where people just die and nobody's ever around or cares. And it's just like, oh, people are screaming. It must be just must be having fun. Or this girl was being chased by a car. It's not my problem. It's true. That's how a lot of people. <laughs> think. You know what? It could have been true. that. It could have been that bystander effect. You know, nobody cared. No, nobody and, cared. And then, did she seemingly spray paint her return on that uh, alleyway uh, wall? Let's just say yes. Let's just say. Sure. I was guessing. Yeah. I was guessing she did that. She Let's just that say kid. sure. Yeah, Angela's Maybe not. back, and then drive miles. How many thousands of miles? How far away is this camp? She came from New York. Where the fuck is camp? All these camps at? Like, where's Arawak? Where's a uh, New Horizon? Where is a uh, whatever the fuck the second one? Yeah, the same and they place. mentioned that Arawak was nearby. Uh, right, New Horizon. But you know what's funny? When New Horizon is the same camp as in the second movie. And you know what's always so funny with any movies where this happens, and it happens in Friday the 13th multiple times, is why does anybody think it's a good idea to reopen a camp? It happens I in understand the first one. The, they talk about it in the I, first one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, but it continues. <laughs> it always happens. Like, why does anybody think it's a good idea to reopen a camp where, like, horrible murders happen? I understand the space is there, and maybe some of the cabins and whatnot, but, like, maybe just, like, not. Maybe just well, not. No, we're just not going to do that anymore. Well, I mean, who in their right mind assumes that a, a hockey mask-wearing, machete-wielding psychopath is going to keep coming to the same path? camp and killing people and who's going to assume that angela's going to keep returning every year no matter what the camp is called and just kill people well like, who's the asshole like, oh. that buys the camp though i wouldn't do that like those oh yeah cuckoo, 10 kids those crazy I was like nah those crazy, those crazy cuckoo uh, owners camp counselor owner people that were in this one they those are the people that bought it that was they good. tried to they tried to act like oh no one will hear about this and just that makes just, more sense yeah yeah nobody yeah, will, the, the news reporter mentions it immediately yeah, <laughs> she's like, how, how are you gonna get past this? Like, shut up. The news and reporter, her, 
with the coke problem and the Ferrari, but she didn't bring her own cocaine to a to this little uh, expose. No, and then just takes random drugs from some random kid she found at this camp. How would that kid find those drugs? She just bad, got there. She's like, oh yeah, person. I know where some cocaine is. What? You came from across <laughs> the country. This bad what? choices. Would that like Drano or whatever pow- you know powdered dry- no. drain cleaner? Would that kill her immediately? I don't think no. so. No, but it'd probably be pretty fucking horrible. You'd probably oh, yeah, be, be like, poisoned. You'd be. I would imagine bed. you would be immediately yeah. incapacitated. Like you wouldn't be doing anything for a very long time. But kill you scene, probably not. There's a scene in Cheech and Chong up in smoke where somebody snorts. Oh like, yes. Uh, yeah. Same thing. Drano. It's Drano. Yeah. Yeah. They, they stole that scene. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> You know what? And in Cheech and Chong, that girl goes fucking crazy. She turns into like a she, Yeah, train. she does. Yeah. <laughs> fucking um, Chong tried to tell her, but she wouldn't want to listen. Uh, I, you know, I did. I did really like before we even get to that. I did really like the opening theme song. It was a song called "Methods of Madness" by a band Obsession. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty sweet uh, opening cool. opening song. It was. For, it was. I agree. It movie. was pretty badass. I, I feel like it really. Yeah, it really set the tone for the movie. I mean, just like this being just out of control, just having this like 80s thrash, like, you know, power metal uh, jam going on. And, and the, and the, even just the beginning of the movie with Angela just kills somebody right away, I feel like just sets the tone. Like, we're not messing around this time. The movie's not even an hour and a half. It, no. we're, we're, we know what we're doing. We tried to do a thing last time in two, and it was kind of boring for a little bit, and then just be, turned into Angela killing again. So. Why not just have Angela start killing and why even try to waste our time? It's true. Oh, yeah, it, why it even bother having a, yeah, why why even bother having a story or a purpose? She's just killing people and that is his purpose, the end. Because like the story was the story in the second one was like, oh, she's gonna restart and maybe she thinks everything's gonna be different this time and people are gonna be you know, not mean. But then the second people get wind and people start being shitty to her, she just kills. And that happens sure. in this one, but it's very quick. And then she even says, like, I thought it'd be different this time. And then it's just, you know, that's it. We don't, we don't she, get the big no, story. That's what I mean. You don't like, need the give, big story. She doesn't give anybody a chance, though. Like, the slightest infraction. She's well, nobody really gives her a chance you. either. So I, 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 wrote, I even wrote down, like, you know, if everybody here at this camp would have been normal, Everybody would just have been nice. Nobody was shitty. There was a decent point. amount of people that were, though, in the third one. Uh, there, there I don't was know. A good amount of people all, that like, were not really. Yeah, they didn't deserve to get murdered. All the girls were like immediately like shitting all over Angela. Like, in, like she didn't take her shirt off, and they're just like shitting on her for it. And like everybody was already being like obnoxious and shitty. I, I, don't, I don't mean like they deserve to die, but like. Her Angela's basically standards. You could even, I mean, from part oh, two, any part one, they're pretty low. So you just annoy the she, you yeah. annoy her in the littlest bit of way, and right, which know. is irrational because she's a murderer. So you yeah. can't like live to you can't. There's no way anyone could ever pass Angela's standards. There, there was it the running work. joke. There was the running joke too of how like horrible she looked and like how much older she looked. She did. did was that like? Did that go over my head? Did that girl look that terrible and that much older than everybody else? I mean, I don't, she, I don't think she looks 16, but she does look young. And I mean, they said her, they said her age 16. is like 20. Yeah, they said her age was like, Angela's real age is like around 21 at this point, which means she's not much older than that. Yeah, she's not that much yeah, older. So they, the, the girl she was supposed to be was tw- 17, and yeah, she's yeah. 21. That's not a big age difference. It's not. No, they made no, it honestly, seem like she was probably, like she, 35 she and like had a rough life or something. It was weird. She probably looked the same, but she also did look kind of rough. I mean, the hair alone, that wig, whatever that she's got. sure. Yeah. I just thought, like, that kid's got to get up every day and fucking tease her hair out like that. That sweet dye job. It's cool. Um, you know you know what's interesting, though, um, just about Angela and the actress Pamela Springsteen, who played her? It's weird that nobody on the set of this movie knew that she was Bruce Springsteen's sister until, like, after the fact. I didn't know that until right now. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, but you're working with this person, and she's yeah. already been the second one, and it was already, like, a thing that you know, Bruce Springsteen's sister was in the second. So it's like weird. Like most people were like, Oh, I didn't even know that it was Bruce Springsteen's sister. Just thought it was a similar last name. That's wild. Yo, well, they're like Springsteen. That's a very famous last name. They can't be related. Never mind. <laughs> well, uh, this movie was made, I don't know, in the same area where Springsteen lived, I would guess, or no? Oh, uh, no. This, this one movie was filmed in Georgia. What about, Oh, it was filmed in Georgia. 
Yeah, when the, in the credits, there's all sorts what of things. What about the original? In Georgia, there's a camp where they... She wasn't the in the trip. original one, though. This no, not, I know. Yeah she's, yeah. yeah, she's not in the original. Well, um, in the original, everybody seems to have a very similar accent as she does in this one, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, yeah. But the they movie like itself that. is not filmed yeah. in that area, but... Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't really know where the first one was filmed or or not. But yeah, it's interesting though that they you know they cast her in these two movies, and uh, it's just weird. Like I don't. I wonder why. I mean, maybe I need to dive into that. Why Felissa Rose didn't come back, or maybe they didn't ask her to to come back as Angela, uh, or maybe they wanted somebody significant, a little bit older for the second one immediately, or something like that. So they were like, okay, you're still yeah. slightly too young, but. I'm sure there's a that, reason. That was that I my never... guess was age. That was because obviously she's fine with the character and she embraces it. She's in that fourth, the world, the fourth, I should say, second movie because it doesn't act like the two and three don't happen. But she's in that one and obviously he's made a whole career out of going to cons and being in other horror movies and whatnot from being Angela. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I constantly, I mean, I feel like her entire Instagram is just her taking pictures with people at cons doing that face, right? That's like the the face everybody wants to, to see, get a yeah. picture with, like that. So it definitely, um, uh, but anyways, back to the, the owners of the camp that we were talking about before. God, yeah. that guy, he was so creepy. He just wanted to, he just wanted a summer camp to like bang chicks. Yeah. And you know what? Luckily for that girl, she died before she had to suck that dude's dick. That was, I couldn't believe that fucking. <laughs> I mean, she wanted. Why? It's not like she was forced. She seemed her. really. She seemed really into whatever was going on. She did. She was very into still, it. Still, still. She know, was she impressed by his Playboy belt buckle. Yeah, why? I was impressed. Impressed? impressed. I was no. I'm not gonna say that. That dynamic between it was very was impressive. So weird. Yeah, so it was a very weird. impressive belt buckle. He's just a creepy. But what's sick is he seems like an idiot. But like then he's got this weird. Seems like, like he was definitely an idiot. <laughs> wow. You don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, man. He seemed. He seemed like he was kind of dumb. Just going on the limb. <laughs> seems like he was pretty dumb. Oh, boy. So then, he, then he's like creeping on these, the high school girls, and then mm-hmm. she's all like, "What weird?" And he's got his long johns on. What's going on? I don't, I don't know. know. It that wasn't like it was, was that cold outside. So that was great though. That's when the clobbering started. That was that was Angela's yeah. greatest strength in this was her her clobbering abilities in this movie. Yeah, she's got a pretty strong swing. She killed four people with sticks. Just clobbering them in the head. Yeah, just bonking yeah, them. Yeah, I get bonking I was them on the dome. sick of the the stick murdering. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> the well, woods, I get it. deaths in this movie were via a stick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I get it. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> even it doesn't just the way she does it, it doesn't look threatening at all, you know, because she's like, uh, what, bonk. 100, 100 pounds small girl, and she's just bonking people in the head with these sticks? Yeah. Oh, boy, that was great. That was really good. Even at first when she kills Herman, I think that's his name? Yeah, yeah. she just kind of, like, chasing him around, hitting him with the stick. Dude, and then and the one the final fucking hit just came Bam. all in, dude. Yeah. Well, the final hit on him, I feel like she stabbed him in the because they show his mouth open, and I feel like she stabbed oh, him with the pointy end of the stick. That is because what she shoves it straight down. Mm-hmm. But like him, she's chasing him around the tent, hitting him with a stick, and he's not even making like a sound. No, it's no. like comedic. Well, it, no, at that point it is. Yeah, it, before he dies, it's funny. And even the yes. the girl inside wasn't like, "Who's chasing you?" She's like, "Come back in here. What are you doing? You can't see the shadow outside." They're both hamming it up. And yeah. you can't hit. You can't hear the wax of a stick hitting a person. Bam! Bam. Well, I don't know. Didn't she see Angela peek in the tent, or no? She saw somebody creeping in the tent. Like you have a visitor, I think. We have uh, a visitor yeah. or something, and then then it kind of just escalated from there. I also yeah. loved how this movie had every like stereotypical character. This is what you need, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, every is, stereo- is... every stereotype of a slasher, or especially of like every Friday the Thirteenth, it's like every character from every Friday the Thirteenth movie all shoved into one. You know, it's like you got to have the punk rock guys; those are always in the oh, Friday the yeah. Thirteenth. And you got to have the rapper guy, and you got to have the this rich girl. It's like they had everything. That like poor some of the Friday, guy, th- he was some the of the Friday one. the Thirteenths have some he of those great. people, but I don't think any of the Friday the Thirteenths have like every single version uh, of those people so it's it very interesting to have like every stereotypical slasher type character uh, was... in this but man right off the bat that one girl um 
Cindy? The, the so racist. White girl? Dude, what the She's, fuck was that? Yeah, it's rough. It's real immediately, rough. Immediately, the red-headed girl, Marsha, is like, yep. oh, I like that guy, Tony. And she goes, what? He's Mexican. <laughs> I and remember like, I wrote down, oh, Mexicans can't be cute. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and like, that's like that's like the bottom of the that's yeah, like that's the, bottom the bottom that's of the like, racism yeah. that's, that's portrayed like by the right there. Yeah, it only gets worse. Um, yeah, it's it it only it only it definitely only gets worse because there's like uh, not only you know there's some racist stuff. There's also like uh, there's, there's yeah there's racist stuff. Well, by one person somebody says drop dead fag. Oh yeah, the uh, the Asian one girl. time. Yeah, the Asian girl, she says it to Bobby, like the hillbilly from Western Springs, Illinois. Oh, he was weird, too. What the fuck? Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, all he weird. was. They were all weird. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, she said the drop dead fag to him. Uh, the the one black dude, Riff, he said to the Mexican dude, Tony, suck my dick, Spick. Yeah. Oh, boy. That, <laughs> I was like, what the? <laughs> so it was lines. like, all right. All it the racist all... lines fucking caught me off guard in this movie i don't know why after the first two but oh boy because well, i mean they happened and it was like okay yeah like but then when they're talking about rap music and she's like all oh, you all oh, you darkies who can't darkies, even sing yeah. yeah i mean it's not this isn't gay it was, it was and then she's like then she called me you did dirty n-word she drops yeah she drops two n-bombs in this yeah she says you dirty n-word and then she says that the n-word could have killed me yeah it was fucking ridiculous and also she whips out the racial slurs and then the uh gord uh not you know the the woman camp counselor whatever her name is the other the co-owner she like starts yelling at him to get off like to leave her alone and it's like what the fuck she's not the he's not the bad guy here ah whatever that that lady (laughs) That lady is like she never yells at anybody for saying awful things. No matter no matter if it's just like if it's something racist like that, which should definitely be like, hey, what are you doing? Or when they're like, yeah, the, what do you think? We're all just gonna fuck and whatever. They're just being obnoxious. She's never getting on anybody for anything. Any of these horrible things she anybody's saying. But that scene where she says where she drops the two end bombs. I love how they're talking about like movies they like. So I wrote down how oh, Angela's, yes. a- Angela's favorite movie was E. T. Mm-hmm. Yep, makes sense. <laughs> I can so, see that. And then, yeah. and then Bobby, the the hillbilly football quarterback guy from God. Western Springs, Illinois, he loves movies that make America look great, like Rambo Three. <laughs> that that line was my in- inspiration for downloading Rambo First Blood uh, on Audible last night, <laughs> and then buying First Blood the movie. I was like, I because when you this. look when you look back on Rambo Three, slightly questionable. <laughs> An entertaining movie, nonetheless. But uh, well, even even the original, it's like that's the opposite of what they're trying to portray. Yeah, literally, it's a movie about how cops are shitty to a war veteran. Yeah, and how how America ruined his life. Yeah, and, on, and honestly, even the second one is because they send yeah. him off yeah. to go rescue prisoners of war just to say that they sent somebody, and really they just were going to leave him there. Yeah, the theme of Rambo movies is that, like, the government isn't great. No, <laughs> no, only, no. <laughs> the only one where it's, like, kind of whatever, it's, like, the third one is, like, he's going basically just to rescue his friend. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't he doesn't go there at first on his own accord. He doesn't want to go there. And then he goes there well, after he realizes he gets caught. All good alliances involve, you know, get Rambo. Some, some exchanges Ameri- of weapons. Yeah, well, American Patriot has to lamps with the Mujahideen. It's good stuff. It there always ages. It always ages so well. Yeah, that worked out really well. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Cindy, the the racist uh, chick, she she said she likes movies with really good acting, like Gone with the Wind or The Care Bears. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, she, are, are they trying to imply that Care Bears are racist? I don't understand. I also like yeah, but she liked Gone with the Wind, and she ended up being a racist character. Yeah, it makes, but, yeah, that but, makes but, that but more the, sense. But the reason she said she liked both of those movies was because they have a really good acting. And Gone with the Wind, I could see because right, it's it's like for yeah. the longest right, it's the longest time. It's like won all these awards for acting, things like that. Right, they were just there's these great performances in Gone with the Wind. But like the Care Bears, there's not even people in there's voice. She's being yeah. This shows she's, she's also really dumb. into voice acting. Yeah, maybe that's, that's true. true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the then the dude riff, uh, the uh, he he said he likes movies with tits and blood. Yes, I mean every time he told somebody to shut the fuck up, right? That was that was his main just, line. Yeah, 
Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out. Is every cause like it would just come at you, then he'd be gone. <laughs> I felt bad for that actor because he was obviously playing some stupid stereotype that yeah, he did sucks. not fit in any way at all. <laughs> like he wasn't even good at portraying, or maybe that was like his anti-acting for this dumb character. Yeah, he he's play. just being a you know, just yeah, just. It was. I mean, it was probably the thirtieth fucking time in a year that he's been cast as some stupid character like that. He's like, fine, okay. You know what's funny? You're talking about the casting of this movie, and it makes me think about how the director of this movie, he did a movie called Fast Food after this movie. Mm-hmm. And almost everybody who was in this movie is in that movie. Awesome. In, but And also Jim Varney's in that movie. Ooh, double awesome. Holy shit. But, but yeah, it's very weird that a lot of, because a lot of the people that were in this movie, they're another like B-horror, or they just ended up doing like one or two things. But uh-huh. like so many people from this movie are also in that guy who directed this movie's other movie. And that this guy, he basically only like directed like a few movies and then ended up producing movies eventually. That's and cool. he produced some like bigger movies, which is kind of interesting <laughs> to be like, you know, this guy who made some like schlock B movies and he went on to produce like the movie Crazy Heart with Jeff Bridges was one uh-huh. of them. Oh, really? Holy cow. And, uh, yeah, so uh, kind of inter- interesting. But I, I did like, uh, just by looking up his IMDb for, for um, and he also did Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also fo- found this movie called Funland that he did, and I sent the poster to you guys, and it is t- absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah, that I don't like that poster at all. <laughs> I think it looks awesome. It does look awesome. It, looks it is an awesome poster, but it's terrifying. Why? What's yeah, scary so, about it? So we'll, we'll, spooky dead. No, well, people can look it up and they can be scared. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. But yeah, well, well, I feel like Funland is one that we're we're gonna have to get to at some point. In time. Uh, I'll I'll be uh I'll be missing that episode. That it, bullshit. It says when a <laughs> when a mob family takes over an amusement park after the owner dies under mysterious circumstances, the recently fired clown mascot seeks vengeance for the loss of his job. Oh yeah, Pat, that sounds fine. Oh yeah, that's great. That's not nightmare fuel for me. See at what all. happens. What's going to happen is whenever we decide to reconvene and watch a movie together in person, It'll we'll spring say, it on yeah, me. We're watching this, and then like you we'll lock, we'll lock the doors from the outside. That's the thing you can do in a house. And then you just can't leave. You have to watch this clown movie. Well, you know what? That's going to happen at some point. All right, that'd so, be cool. I'll be really happy when you guys do that to me. Yeah, it'd be great. Can't, I'm glad we're back together again, guys. Oh, thanks, you fuckers. Yeah, what a a nice return. Yeah, Yeah, what a nice return for for Funland. I mean, it's just a clown with a machine gun. It looks fine. Yeah, not not my cup of tea, boys. Um, Can we we talk about the cop in this movie? Yeah, go for it. Why in the fuck would you come to this camp after your son was murdered a year ago? Yeah, in a way, yeah. In a way, you're almost like, oh, maybe he's like, he's the guy who's expecting Angela to come back, but he's not fucking prepared at all. He's no, no not idea. at all. He's no. just why well, he's just a camp counselor at a camp where his kids were murdered. I mean, you're well, you're you're a cop. You can conceal carry. He wasn't prepared at all. He almost he tried to kill her with a two by four, wasn't it? Yeah, or like so. it was yeah. a, a hard a hard baguette or something. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah he was, was yeah. totally un, totally totally unprepared. But why would you want to live that? Why the fuck would but you? But that happens in a that? few other slasher movies where, like, the rel- like a dad, or dad, or brother, or sure. some you know relative comes back to the place, like to to avenge or look for or whatever you know whatever the death of a loved one. Yeah, but um, it's happened in other ones he wasn't too. Aiming to do that, he was just there to be a camp counselor. Yeah, no, he literally. Well, no, yeah, he, he mentioned though that he's like he's pretty much there also to like. On the lookout for Angela because he says like if I ever come across her, he I'm gonna kill her. her. Well, they asked. Well, what, well they just asked yeah. him point blank. Yeah. yeah, he didn't like. He didn't just like give that information. That wasn't himself. his mission. Like, I, yeah, I can't wait to see Angela and kill her. It's like, what if she came back? He's like, oh, I'd kill her. That that was another thing. Why would you ask somebody about the murder of your son? What, what would fuck? you do to the person who killed your son? <laughs> why? Why is this an appropriate question? Hey, would you he cook him dinner? Take year. him out? Yeah. Right. And oh, what was boy. Uh, what was with the firecracker guy? Like, he what just was like the blowing whole... shit up. He thought yeah, it was but, funny. Like, it, 
It was like so weird. Like Angela was like so afraid of these like firecrackers. It was like a, such a weird like. It was an act, though, wasn't it? Or maybe. Yeah, I don't believe. Fire... I don't. No, well, I don't they think threw one. That, well, they the they shoved the firecracker in the fish's mouth and blew it up right next to her. I don't think she yeah. liked that very much. No. And then she blew off that guy's face. It caved his fucking skull. It, it, in with that, that was pretty tough. That was pretty tough. Yeah. Also, why were those people sleeping? With their heads outside of the tent. I don't know. Why were they doing that? Were they too tall for the tent? They and if if anything, why would you not stick your feet out instead of your heads? Maybe they maybe they were just falling asleep. A couple of bros falling asleep, looking at the stars outside, and they passed out. Maybe looking at the Big know. Dipper. I don't know. I mean, I, I and again, right. another scene where nobody hears the explosion. Nobody hears a scream. Nobody hears like the cha. You big, know, it's a big camp. They're far away. The trees muffle the noise. Um, nobody hears the screams of the guy when he get when he when he sees the the head you know he's like sees the, his friend's head like all like blown up and he's, he's screaming and nobody even notices like there's like a, a body a tent full of bodies are piling up i mean she burns it down but yeah i mean still is that gonna destroy bodies though nobody's like where's that tent that was here <laughs> Where this burn mark is. Uh, there was not many questions. Maybe she moved the camp. Who knows? She was very, she was a shifty little fuck. That's for sure. Yeah, she was. She, she was wasted also... no time. She like, she yeah took unopportune moments to kill people too, and just fucking lickety split, killing everybody as fast as she could. Because she has to. Though. That's like the same thing in the second one, though. Like she has to. She start, once she starts killing in the second one, she just has to because you're she's in close proximity. And, you know, it's not like in, like, Jason, you know, like in a Friday the 13th, like Jason, right? He's, like, sneaking around. He kills. He goes away. He's, like, off. You know, he's not one of the people that are there. Mm-hmm. You know? What it's if like he was? She, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this hideous monster that's hanging out with us? <laughs> uh, I would never call Jason a hideous monster. Have he's, his mother's, he's his mother's son. Various times we've seen what the man looks like uh, behind the mask, and yikes. Yeah, it's uh, Jason's a... only horrible because of what's in his mind. Yeah, just, okay. Just reflected he's, in his outer being. He's just mis- He's honestly just misunderstood. Let's be real here. Oh, especially okay. the way, especially the way he looks in part seven. All right, he's been to hell and stuff. He's died so many times by that point. Yeah, twice. Then he's more. Then he's more monster than human. But in those earlier yeah. movies, oh yeah. He's just a, in, he's a, in, he's a, yeah. His actions are excusable. Well, yeah, I don't know about that, but in yeah. three, yeah, you, <laughs> could, you, could, you can question if in three, if he really dies and then in four, obviously really he, fully, yeah, he's, he's dead. It's the Dunzo, uh, there, but, um, wasn't it weird though that that one Asian chick, like her name, not that she's Asian or anything has anything to do with it, but I was just mentioning which character it was. Her name was Arab. Is that what it was? That was like her yeah, nickname. It, clearly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. But the, I, I read know. a thing where her name was originally going to be Action. That was what her name was written as in the original script, and they changed it to Arab. And they literally, okay. and they said it just like that too, Arab. They, they, who knows? I get no explanations for these things. Yeah. All I know is that this movie does a, this really likes to have fun with its race tensions. I oh also, God, there's guys. also no explanation as to why Angela's records were destroyed after she was 18 years old. That's what you do. You just throw them in the furnace. <laughs> You're an adult now. Gone. No more records. Yep. yep. Even, Anything you did as a kid is gone, brother. Even though the you're fire. a murderer. <laughs> they were destroyed on Tuesday. It made me think, like, did she go find her records and, like, burn them at some point between, well, like, like, the Well, isn't there a difference movie? between, like, sealing them away and destroying them? But I guess that was more of a thing you could actually do back then. You could literally destroy someone's records and they'd just be gone. <laughs> Yeah, right. that's true. Here they are. Yeah. Goodbye. Nobody Xerox this shit. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a murderer. There would be multiple. I don't know, man. Like, juvenile delinquency. Yeah, juvenile. It's just once you turn eighteen, no longer a murderer. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's. I don't know the law. laws back in nineteen eighty so and so. And she murdered, just like in the last movie, murders everyone. Everyone dies. Yeah. Everyone. Well, no, those two. Those two people lived. I guess that that's the uh, unlike the last one. Those two people did live. And the last they one, lived, they were... but uh, wasn't was that guy's name Tony? Because mm-hmm. like Tony's heart was broken though. 
That didn't, his yeah. heart didn't make it. I mean, for one, they right? were there for like a couple days. Two, he's already like in love with her. He's like, oh, well, that happens. I'll, I'll yeah, move it's irrational. I'll move well, especially to Ohio. After they, especially we can after get they married. experience something so wildly traumatic. Yeah, but we right. don't need to be talking about the well, for one, they're teenagers. He doesn't they're need to be talking about we're well, going to move to Ohio and we're going to get married. And then she's like, "Well, I hate to tell you, but I have a boyfriend that I've just been like cheating on with you." And I'm yeah, gonna go back. Like, what the hell? Like, what a weird little development there. What a little nugget. That's At least weird. she used the condom. That was nice and responsible. Yeah, she's like, she's prepared for this. This isn't. She's, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, she can't go back to her boyfriend res- pregnant with a Mexican baby. Well, I she could. I'm, not, I'm more I mean, worried about giving him yeah, that's, that's gonorrhea or something. Yeah, that's physically possible. <laughs> I don't know. If we, yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean. Her, her boyfriend back in Ohio might be Mexican, for all we know. I don't know about him. I don't know what he's about. Oh, that that reminds me of my favorite line in the movie. Tony, are you in a gang? Where the fuck did that question come out of? Out of nowhere. So he's from East L.A. And then he was like, yeah, I am. He was from East L.A. Was... <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. thought I was just going to be like, I thought he was like, going to be like, no, I'm not in a gang. Just because I'm Mexican from East L.A., i got to be in a fucking gang. Well, and then the character is just all about it. He's all about it. He's like, I wish I could yeah. get out. I can't. Yeah, the I'm little the, the little t- the little character tidbit you get from Tony. Oh. It's, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't, it's, I mean, it just goes like, yeah, I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch Angela kill all these people. And just it's funny though, it, they do all the work for you in the beginning, and that's why there's really no much, not much of a story, is they have that no, lady interviewing done. everybody, and they literally right. give you their entire character arc in five yeah. seconds. <laughs> they, yep, yeah. they do. They lay it out. Like, these are these guys, and she's going to kill them. The Here's their backstory. Here it is real quick, and let's go. And the lady's even pushing them out of the way. Let's go. Keep yeah, moving. Keep along. moving. I do wish that girl, Cindy, the the mega racist one, I wish that she would have had like a more gruesome death. Her death was kind of cool, though. Just because she was awful. Just because she was such an awful person. I mean, I did kind of, I flinched when her face face fell against the fucking concrete. Yeah. Angela, wicked strong, by the way. That would be very hard to pull somebody up a flagpole like that. And she was up so high. She pulled her up so high. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. I... I think the most brutal death out of anybody was the lady camp counselor. She got like buried, oh, yeah. buried alive, and then ran over. Her head ran over by a lawnmower. That would yeah, be tough, horrifying. That yeah, would not I'd feel be, good. I'd be shit. It would, it would be. It would be pure torture. I almost wish that that would have happened to the, the super racist girl. Yeah, uh, but before before yeah. the before that camp counselor lady got murdered and. Uh, Angela and Bobby, they, they, all their like trust test things were all about like tying people up and stuff. It was so weird. Yeah, I don't. I would not have been a part of that. I would. I would not have enjoyed this camp. Yeah. Like, no, I don't. I don't fucking know you. You're tying me up, walking into the woods. Get out of here. I'm gonna let yeah, this then, gang affiliated youth tie you up and blindfold you and walk you through the woods. Yeah, like, oh, okay. trust him. Why? What if I don't even <laughs> want to trust this guy? What if I don't want to trust him? I literally, Why just am I learning this guy this skill? from the middle of nowhere, and you're gonna I, make him walk me out in the middle of the woods alone? I, yeah, right, I so can't fuck. wait to trust. To tr- I can't wait to trust somebody that I'm never gonna see again for just a summer, for a few days. He's gonna try. I'm gonna trust him with my whole life. Oh, boy. And then when 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 Bobby and Angela are tied together, obviously Bobby has like some feelings towards Angela throughout the movie yes, here and there. Some, he's very aggressive about it. And bad, then he, yeah, and then Bobby. he gets very aggressive. And he literally says to her, "Your type always want it. What type? Yeah, this what is, type is I don't this? Know. Is, yeah, this is women talk. in general. This is not good. Just White women, girls with women. big hair. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Such oh, is it because she's thing. underprivileged? Is that what he he referred to her as underprivileged, or was that somebody else he referred to as underprivileged? Well, because some of the kids there were underprivileged, and some of yeah. them, weren't. it's like it was like to mix like the yeah, the share the program. They yeah, want to share." All poor girls just want to fuck, pretty much. But it's funny when they come back with all that fish, and she's like, you know, they want the one kid to gut him, and that he won't. Mm-hmm. And um, she, Angela, the girl, the lady's like, just set the fish down, and Bobby will gut him. She sets him down on top of the fire that's going. <laughs> just throws it right in there. Yeah, she just throws it right on top of the grill on top of the grill grate that's on top of the fire that's going. I was like, "Well, this is not doing any good." You're just... You probably you probably shouldn't cook the fish this way. You probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> what are you gonna do? 
Well, I mean, you're just going to end up killing everybody anyway, so I guess it really doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe that's what dying. I thought was. Um, I did kind of, it did kind of bother me, though, that Angela used a gun. Yeah, I wasn't cool with that either. That kind of sucked. She has it. Why not? You know, if she has a gun, she's going to use it. Just not like the style for these kind of movies. Guns? No, they don't use guns. That, that, that was the whole. That was the whole plot. Like, I mean, that was the strength. whole setup. The cop was like, "How are you going to kill me? This way, that way, this way, and I'm just going to shoot you." And it blows yeah, him away. She just she, she just blows him away. But then everything else, like towards the end, she's just setting up like various spooby traps and stuff. She doesn't have any more bullets, man. That could have been it. That was a small clip in that gun. Why'd that kid bring that gun out in the middle of the woods, anyways? What the hell? <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? This is cool. I love when he pointed at Angela. I mean, you could have saved the day, man. Oh, uh, yeah, he fucked up. What about Angela's cool murder rap she wrote him? Oh, that was fantastic. Angela's rap was wonderful. Yeah. Where'd she get that extra cassette and uh, recording device, too? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. She's, cra- she's crafty, that one, Angela. She was. She is. She's That's creative, true. too. That was, a good, that was a good rap. It was good. It was a. It was. It was a great rap. It was honestly one of my favorite parts of the movie. Was that? Yeah, definitely. It was, was Angel's rap. I was cracking up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I think this movie is better than the second one. It doesn't mess. Around. It doesn't waste time. Uh, which is a. But which no, when, when you're not gonna like do anything different, right? Because like with the with the first one, it's definitely a different type of slasher movie. And then so the second one, you're not going to do anything different than the normal slasher. You're just going to basically turn it into a slasher and she's just wacky crazy. At least that one was they made it silly and whatever, but it was also kind of boring at times. And then this one is like, nope, we're just going to cut everything out. We're going to cut all the tropes out of, you know, building any sort of character or hero type character. You think the only type of hero type character you thought would maybe live would be be the cop. Uh, yeah, that and he happen. doesn't live. So uh, no. two random characters live: Tony and Marsha. Like, how well, much time did you really get to spend with them? Five extra much. minutes no, more than became, anybody else. They became the heroes, like really at the end. That was it. The very, very right. end. Yeah, that would be my. I mean, that would be my complaint because if you're just gonna do a movie with no purpose and just killing, well, I guess this is how you do it. But why do you have to make a movie that way? You could have had more to it. But yeah, you, you could. Want to. No, you didn't want to. Well, because they they knew what they're doing. They're making it. They're making it silly. It's a comedy too. Uh, yeah, but know. I mean, you can make a silly movie with like characters and purpose. People do this all the time. And murders. You could do all these things, but it's not what they were up to. No, it's definitely it's not what they were not the, not what they were going for. And then Angela, I mean, she gets stabbed, which was uh kind of didn't see that coming that she was going to get. I thought no, she was going to kill everybody, but she gets stabbed, and you know she's just not going to go away and. So she's. I love how though when she was in the ambulance and that cop was just like, "Let's just fucking kill her right here." And that EMT mm-hmm, is like, "The mm-hmm. EMT, I don't know. What a horrible EMT! Like, you, I'm pretty sure those you take a vow to try and protect well, anyone's life, no matter what." Well, he was reluctant to it, and the cops like, "No, we just got to fucking kill her." And he's like, "All right." I mean, she the was a maniac that killed up. lots of I? people. <laughs> yeah, I do oh, see the cop's boy. point. I do see the cop's point. She's a maniac who killed lots and lots of people, so... Well, still. He's a fucking... He's a cop, not a judge. There's a reason we no, have this I system know. in place. I know. Dude, I know. You didn't see... You could not... You took off his shirt, you see his Punisher skull tattoo, and he said, this is what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that was Frank Castle. My bad. Yeah, but it's not cool. Frank Castle. No, he, would made, he would have taken Angela out a long time ago. Yeah, yeah Angela would have never Frank survived. Would have Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he would have been in that oh, no, no. ambulance. But yeah, she's... Like, nope. she's she stabs the EMT and the cop with that syringe and then just goes, just taking care of business. Yeah. What a weird finishing line. She's a ambulance driver who I'm assuming she's going to kill too. Cause, or how does she survive the wounds? I don't know. There's no sequel to this. There's a, there's a, there's a quarter finished movie that I own and I don't, Pamela Springsteen's not in it. Felissa Rose isn't in it, so I don't even think there's an Angela yeah. in it. There's a, it's a only a quarter of a way finished movie, so who knows what was going to happen with that film at all, uh, or anything, because nothing happened. Then the only other sequel is Return to Sleepaway Camp, which has nothing to do with two and three. So, but I mean, yeah, there's there's that horror trope. It's just welcome to welcome to Halloween, where there's eight different universes you could maybe like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Halloween's the worst offender of all of them, right? It's very bad. It's really a choose-your-own-adventure movie. 
right. It's just <laughs> just, just make because, the movie because you have one, two, three. We have you have one, two, three, four, five, six that all go together. And how? Not and three. Then, or, uh, not three. Yeah, I mean, three. One, two. two I mean, four, I mean, one, it was three. One, it was three. One, two, four, five, six all go together. Right. So it's already and from the three, beginning. It's already like what three is its own thing entirely. And then yeah. you have one, two, one, two, um, H two O and Resurrection. Those four go together. And then you have one, and then the new one that's just called Halloween. <laughs> right. So like, where's just Which, make the movie. That? How does that one that one ties to the second or the first one, right? First yeah. one. They ignore the because, second well, one, right? Yeah, they ignore the second one because they did they wanted to not include that their siblings because they don't they yeah. don't bring that up until the second movie. And so they wanted to keep it as to where Lori and him are not siblings and he's just a maniac and he wants to kill her because he, you know she got away. And of course Rob yeah. Zombie has two other Halloween movies that exist over here as well. I mean, it's just a. <laughs> it's really, it's just, it's the most. So where's that adventure? Yeah, where's franchise. the where's the battle? Where's the battle where so, where Laurie Strode goes to the time stream to try and change the past and makes oh, all these off, these alternate realities where Michael Myers is just wreaking havoc, and then in the last universe she alters, Michael Myers is the president. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't. It just. It'd be just as shocking as Planet of the Apes. You see the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, because or the remake the, it, where you see where you see Abraham Lincoln, but he's a monkey. He's an ape. In yeah, Washington, oh yeah. DC. And, and then the ape police arrest him. Man, the ape police are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're swarming, dude. Oh boy. The uh, it's funny though because in the in the Halloween, if you follow like the original, like well, not the original. I can't even see original. If you follow <laughs> after two and go to H two O because H two O skips over the 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 uh, Jamie that whole like yeah. line, um, but with that storyline, Lori dies in it because in Resurrection she gets killed at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. God, what um, a fucking pain in the ass. Well, she gets killed and Buster Rhymes is playing Street Fighter and he learns karate from Street Fighter and he learns and he kills Michael Myers in a house that's burning down. By what? karate fighting him. What is he, 10? It sounds cool to me. That's, I've never seen that film. It sounds that sounds like cool. something I would think of if I was 10. I learned my moves from Ryu in Super Street Fighter 2. That is yeah, ridiculous. He's literally playing Street Fighter in the beginning of the movie and then later on like does like Street Fighter moves. It's hilarious. Uh, but that boy. movie is kind of ahead of its time in the way of like where it's uh he's he's like he's like the runner of this like uh it's like a reality show wasn't it reality thing where people can watch it online and there people are like sleeping in the Myers house oh it was even online i didn't know that yeah but yeah you have to, you have to watch it online and it's uh but yeah i mean the only good part of the entire movie the part where Lori dies is such bullshit and stupid and i can't even believe she came back to like do that but she probably just she wanted to be like paid. Put in the coffin oh yeah Right. But then the best, the only good part of the movie is when he goes to kill Michael and he goes, trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> Literally the best, the only good part of the entire movie. The rest of it is complete oh. garbage. It's such a trash movie. Um, <laughs> because H2O would have been a fine ending. Like It would have been fine. It's a perfect ending. We didn't need to be like, oh, he switched bodies with the orderly and that's really who Laurie killed. Like she really killed an orderly and not Michael, and then she went to this like psycho nut house because she killed a fucking orderly that she thought was her brother. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a, but like even then, if that was the cop out, sure, fine. Then then have a whole other movie where Lori proves herself wrong. Now where she dies in the beginning, gets thrown off the fucking roof of the building. It's stupid. <laughs> fucking waste. It's a waste to even bring her back for that scene. It's so dumb. Anyways, we're getting off topic. Uh, but no, it's all on topic. It's all it's all on topic. We're all we're all good. But um, yeah. you know, it's funny because there's an alternate version, of, uh, kind of of this movie with like tons more blood of the Superboy Camp Three. There's oh, really? like ton more gore, graphic blood. I think Gavin, I knew that. This movie kind of had some, but it's almost like the um, Friday the Thirteenth, the New Blood. They're, they they made that more to be more because move, horror movies were being played on TV more. Uh, on like things like USA Up All Night and Monster Vision, that they purposely made cut a lot of the gore and stuff out of that movie. Uh, it makes sense, yeah. So I, it could I can be more that. TV friendly, uh, right? When it came out, uh huh. Yeah, 
So that's kind of, they kind of, I don't think they were doing that here, really. I don't know how much this movie got played on, like, probably USA Up All Night more than anything. But, uh, but and then as far as reviews go on IMDb, there are no really uh, outstanding ones. Other than, I did, there's, like, some bad ones, and people are just like, eh, it's Superboy Camp 3. And then some people, like, gave it a 10 out of 10, but they just like it for the same reasons we did. But there's this one person that gave it 9 out of 10 stars. And oh. the, the review title is two words, nice wig. That's really all I wanted to say. That's really all I wanted to say. But since IMDb makes you fill out 10 lines of text, I will have to elaborate. Seriously, nice wig. Forgive the plot plot or anything else. Just rent the movie to see the hair this chick is sporting. I used to live in the woods country and have it hit many raccoon in life. This, this, my friend, is what a dead raccoon would look like on the top of your head. No joke. I have seen dead animals up close, and while someone apparently scooped one up off the road and put it on Pamela Springsteen's head. But really, do we expect anything else from a Jersey girl? I myself, <laughs> I'm from Jersey, and I've sported the dead animal look myself a few times. I don't even know what is going on in this flick because, as you know, I'm a transfixed. I'm tr- I am transfixed on the hair. That's literally the fucking review. That's awesome. That, to it's me, all about the hair. To that person's credit, her hair was distracting throughout the movies. It was pretty crazy. I, 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 I was like, time. that hair is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and because it looks it nothing like, two or like three it does. Times in, I looked at it, I was like, what the fuck? It looks nothing like it does in the second one, which they do show some flashbacks to. And then I really oh, feel yeah. like she just like got a crazy haircut to look like that other girl. She wanted to look like that girl. Like, yeah, she was well, that's doing exactly this, what she did. The, she was yeah. steak on the stakeout for this other girl and had a crazy hairdo to look like that other girl. That's exactly that's what she the, did. Uh, that's the miniseries I want is her staking out this girl and gathering information before she uh, goes to this camp. Right. Yeah. Like, all the prep work she had to do to figure out where she's going when. How did she even know that this? program was happening that's that's what i want to see it's absolutely out of control (laughs) uh but speaking of sequels to movies uh next week on the podcast yet another sequel to a a beloved franchise uh whereas i love i absolutely love the first one and the second one but this one has apparently nothing to do with the first or second movie um other than zombies and the movie i speak of is return of the living dead three so from Sleepaway Camp three to Return of the Living Dead three, uh, we're we're gonna tackle. I don't really we haven't really done too many zombie movies, so I feel, so I feel like that's a good one to tackle here. Uh, but Return of the Return of the Living Dead three tagline: She's to die for. Oh, I think I really think the only aspect of the any of the other the first two movies that carry over is like military things. I may have seen. Well, we'll see if I've seen this one. I was watching a bunch of those a long time ago. And then there's also Return of the Living Dead, Rave to the Grave. Oh boy, that sounds fun. So the, uh, zombie movies used to be the bane of my existence. Now that, that was based to... on the the original Night of the Living Dead. That movie, back when I was probably like seven, scared the fuck out of me and gave me nightmares and made me horrified of zombies for a long time. So this this will be a nice trip back down uh, memory lane, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, zombies. Were... Zombies rule, but unfortunately, a certain TV show had like a monopoly on zombies for a very long time, and we haven't gotten uh, any more zombie movies after that. Well, I feel like because that show, maybe or maybe around the same time, just the zombie stuff was just too much. It was right up there with pirates. That's what it just well, way it over. Too much. It, but I mean, like you, we'd get some like zombies. We'd get some movies, mm-hmm. and or, then then a show came on, and then all the other side zombie stuff just kind of filtered away because it was one show dedicated to zombies. Yeah. Well, what really kicked it off too, though, was the Dawn of the Dead remake. It did, and Twenty Eight Days Later, even was that yeah, before the, that, maybe. Yeah, they were right around the same time. That's, that's what I'm thinking remake. of. Is Twenty Eight um, Days Later. But yeah, both of those movies kind of kicked off the resurgence of the zombie film, and um, but yeah, this one. It, but I love the Return of the Living Dead. Honestly, the Return of the Living Dead is my favorite zombie movie. It, it, it's it, good. it does ever. It does everything perfect. It's funny. It's out of control uh i love return of the living dead and the second one i honestly i really like the second one too it's a little bit more silly uh so we'll see if this one is taking the silly route of the first two movies 
or if it's we're getting a little bit more gruesome and serious as far as uh, zombie stuff goes. But I, yeah, I've never, I've never, you know what? The cover of Return of the Living Dead Three is one I saw cont- just nonstop yeah. at the video stores growing up. It's it was pretty one iconic. Yeah, is that is in my head is this this one, but I have never seen this movie. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens when we watch Return of the Living Dead Three next week on the B Movie Breakdown. So for for the B Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Nick. That's my name. I'm Pat. Sometimes friend of the show, Pat. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst.